So if you guys want to see some content of me playing the piano, uh, you're not going to get it. Hey yo, what's up? Fishing for thoughts. I'm Britton Frenthaway. I'm uh, Shandon Theodore. And it is another late night podcast. (laughs) Yet again. So here we are. It'd be what it'd be. It'd do what it'd do. Yeah, we kind of have a uh, a knack for waiting until the last minute. But hey, it's okay. We have more content for you guys because we've waited longer. I don't know if we have much content at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've got music. Do you want to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go first. So I had I had one song heavy on repeat this week. It's called Enjoy the Show by Lost Boy. He's actually from here in St. I mean, I met him here in St. George. He worked with us for a bit. Super cool dude, but killer song actually. Like genuinely a good song. So I've been I've been vibing to that one hard this week. Kind of a sad song. Yeah, you you showed me I like it quite a bit. I think it's pretty good. It's kind of crazy. Um, My life has gone to shit. Everyone is gone. (laughs) One that I found that has been on heavy repeat is uh, Lock and Load by the Dead Daisies. And can we just talk about that for just a second? The fact that... So, Slash... The lead guitarist for Guns N' Roses. He's got a very, very unique guitar style. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of had my phone on, I guess, like, radio play recommended type stuff. And I picked out his guitar right off the bat, and I knew it was him. It's just crazy. He's very, very... Plays like no one else. He's got his own style. Like it's very unique. Like, it's very hard rock, but at the same time, he throws in blues. Like a blues style. And... I don't know. I think that that's why I gravitate towards it so much. He's good. He's really good. So... Yeah. Um kind of crazy also in other news uh my dad found a snake he pulled a snake out of the pool out of their pool today really yeah about about 10 minutes ago oh crap yeah wasn't he just swimming yeah so he was swimming with the snake i think so oh that's awesome uh yeah he was he was in there with it and (laughs) he's not a fan of snakes isn't he? No. Oh, I wish I could have got that not, on video. Not at all. I wonder if their camera picked it up. Oh, that would be awesome. I mean, hear me out. That snake did look kind of scary. It's some bright colors. It's a snake. I, I'm not terrified of snakes. I am not a fan. I don't know. I had a neighbor who bred snakes for quite some time. That's and, gross. Uh, next door, and he had upwards of like a thousand snakes in his home at a time. Were they like hybrid human snakes no he just he bred them to different sizing colors but he had a, a a pink and white one pink and white what that like striped what, what it was striped like a like a baby pink and then white what did striped. he cross it with it, it was a corn snake but it was like 
a six foot long corn snake. Good grief. So, and it was thick. So I was like, bro, what are you, what are you feeding these mofos? Like, that's a big snake for a corn snake. Like, what are you doing? You're also breeding cats and giving it the kitten? So that's what he did. He did mainly corn snakes, but then he had a few tree snakes and those things bite. He pulled one out and was showing us, he put it on this big old glove that went up to his elbow. And I was like, oh no. And it pulls out and it bit him in the chest a few times and he's bleeding through his shirt. And he's like, oh, they're not venomous. It doesn't hurt that bad. And it hit him and he goes, mother effer. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. To heck with that, dude. No way. I don't know, snakes just kind of give me the heebie-jeebies. I don't like it at all. They're interesting. I can't touch them either. I don't mind touching them. I do. I I don't. I I'm okay touching snakes, but you pull a spider out, nah. Spiders don't really bother me. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna like invite them to crawl on me. I got bit in the neck by one at work. Did yeah, you I... see that? Can you see it? No. I see nothing. You see it? Oh, bite? yeah. Yeah, it's a gnarly bite on my neck. It it fell out of a, a an like a higher B location. It fell onto me, crawled down and I like tried to swipe it off. Oh, that's and it bit me. Awful no. And it wasn't like a tiny one. It was probably like that big. Dude, what is it with critters around that place right now? There's so many. Like have it's you, ridiculous. Do you guys have all the flies down in your area? No. Like the, the weird, they're not even like a fly. It's like more like a moth, but smaller and thinner. Really? And flies around like a fly. Dude, I, I swear I've killed probably 400 of them this week. See, and I've been getting a bunch of little tiny spiders. Spiders are bad. And like the mice. There's mice. There's a lot of mice. All over, everywhere. And I don't know if they're just getting into poison or what, but there's a bunch of dead mice too. Yeah. Yeah. So so I pulled something out of a box, right? Hey. <laughs> And yeah, like three things, and I pulled it out, and something brushed my hand. I was what the? I looked down. There's a dead mice dangling between the things, pinched between the things I picked up. I dropped it. <laughs> I walked all the way down this aisle that I was on to the other guy that was working. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. He goes, What? I was like, Dead mouse touched my hand. I'm done. And I, I went straight to the bathroom, and I kid you not, I scrubbed my hands until the brown came out of them. <laughs> It was so disgusting. Like, uh, that's why mouse. you're looking so light today. I mean, dude, my legs are dark right now. My arms are pretty dark at the moment. Yeah, I'm not. I'm still white. But do you white, see? White. Do you see how one one uh, hand is darker than the other? Yeah. Yeah, it's because I went golfing. Yeah. <laughs> the glove. <laughs> the glove took all the tan out. That's the only downfall of golfing. You get a golfer's tan, and it's just one hand is light. You get a Michael Jackson hand. <laughs> <laughs> Walk around. Oh no! Why? Why did you do that? Right? No. Okay. <laughs> For those of you who would love to know, okay, I'm kind of laying down here. Shandon's sitting up. 
and he did that little hee hee and grabbed his private parts right in front of me, kind of shook him around and raised that's, his hand like he was right in the That's what Michael Jackson does. No, you put it on your head. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like do the it Michael again, Jackson right? move. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, golden. <laughs> on that note, welcome to the segment where we shout out a company that doesn't sponsor us because we're addicted to their product. <laughs> they're called Arnold Palmer's, and they're delicious and fantastic and... Oh, yeah. Shoot. I went climbing today. <laughs> Hang on. Oh. I did not climb. I had to work. Every time. Every I've, time I think that one's better than the last one. I've never opened a Arnold, Arnold Palmer. I've a ne- Arnold Palmer. Yeah. I've never opened one. Taken the first sip and been like, this is not what I wanted. Every time I crack it open, I take a sip, I just go, damn. Well, like, that's the spot. And the weird thing is, I won't even be in the mood for one. But the moment it touches your tongue, it's like, yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah that's, that's what it. I needed. It's gold. And, dude, I so, like, every time I go out to eat, anytime I'm somewhere I make, you know, you pour your own drinks. Yeah. These are what I make. And there's there's one place I can't remember where it is. There's somewhere in town, but they don't have regular lemonade, but they have strawberry lemonade. And so I get them to make it with strawberry lemonade, and that's pretty good. Strawberry lemonade with the iced tea. Where did you do that last? Um, I think you did it at like the uh, chicken place, the Crack Shack. Yeah, it might have been the Crack Shack. That place is good. That was a really good. It's expensive though. Yeah, it's a little pricey, but. Like every once in a while, it's worth it. Yeah, they're. Uh, I love their their sign as you're walking out the gate outside. It says, uh, "Get the cluck out." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, straight memeing. But that place is pimping. Actually, I have a hat from there that they no longer make. I'm I'm looking up. I see it. I see it. I'm gonna point it out to Britain. I'm showing. You've got a ridiculous amount of hats. That's actually pretty dope. Yeah. I like that. Why don't you ever wear that hat? Because I don't want to ruin it because it's not made anymore. So what? It's also a flat brim. What, you're just going to leave it there forever and then... No, I need to shape it. What you need to do is start wearing some of these hats. So for those of you who don't know a slight hat addiction, I have 99. 99 in my room right now. With two, yeah. two on the way in the mail. So I technically have 101 hats. Yeah. Problem. It's a good thing you don't have to feed them. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's funny because we were sitting there and I was like, when we when we moved in and I was hanging them up, because I have like these clothing racks that hold them. It's pretty sweet actually set up. Yeah. But I was hanging them up and I got done with the third rack and I was like, okay, we're almost done. I looked down. There's a whole box. <laughs> I was like, son of a, I have way too many of these. And I was just like, this sucks. Hanging them up took like a solid 15, 20 minutes. Not really. Yeah, I, and I you had like help. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, I had help on the lower ones. The lower <laughs> Yeah, I have four hat racks. <laughs> that each, I think each of them can hold 35. I love how originally the plan was to like separate them. Well, everything that's black, white, and gray is over on that side. 
This is the rest. Plus sports. So everything you can't tell what color it is? Pretty much. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that one's like every color. And then there's that's a few. Your, that's your pride hat. That's my uh, Chicago hat. Chicago graffiti. Same difference. Okay. We're going to get off the pride topic. We've, we've <laughs> been told we've been a little too racist and a little too out there recently. So we're going to avoid those topics on today's podcast. So on that note, Jews. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh my gosh. We uh we we touched on them and how Hitler's a horrible person. <laughs> Morally to us, he was a more terrible person, but to himself, he was not. Which is, do you ever think about that? Some people's morals compared to yours, you're like your morals are terrible, but they think yours is terrible, and it's completely how they were raised, what they were around, where they're from, and that kind of kind of stuff. Well, and it's. The way that you justify things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, uh, um, when the whole rioting was going on for a while there, right? Yeah. So we sell to stores in California and there was a hardware store that literally bought like four pallets of spray paint. Yeah. And everyone was like, are they new? Are they, like, they a new store? Because yeah. no one orders that much spray paint. And they're like, no, they're not. Like, we've we've had these guys for 10 years. And then we looked at where it was going to, and it was going to California. So when everyone was rioting and spray painting and stuff, they took full advantage of that and got all the spray paint they could. And you can't, you can't tell me that these biz, big companies aren't, totally taking advantage of that yeah well and they knew what they were doing they yeah 100 knew what they were doing and then but it's like morally you're like oh they're writing <laughs> i'm gonna make money off this hey you know like, what terrible but i get where they're coming from they probably made a lot of money off that and on top of that they probably didn't have to worry about them getting spray painted just because they were providing for the cause. Yeah, yeah. So that that's wild. But there's there's a lot of topics like that that I I disagree with people on. That I'm I'm not really going to get into. I don't want this to get political or or overly into controversial topics. But okay. But before we change change the subject completely, I have to point out something. Okay. We discriminate very hardcore against certain bugs. Bugs? Yes, bugs. Any of them that are poisonous, screw them. <laughs> Rotten hell. Because, like... We okay, like so rolling bullies. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> well, I was at work. Okay, you know, we have the bug killer and stuff. The yeah. raid, the, uh, what is it, big big shot, I don't even mm-hmm. know. But, you know, the bug killer. The, big, the you hot never, shots. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, but you never see that for butterflies. No, butterflies are pimping, bro. Yeah, but I feel like that is such discrimination. Who wants to kill a, kill a butterfly? I don't discriminate, I kill all. You kill everything? Yes. I don't kill butterflies. I do. I like butterflies. Actually, I've never killed a butterfly, but... 
Caterpillars, on the other hand, freak me out a little uh, that's bit. That's because they fly too fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Butterfly Effect by Travis Scott's a song. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, there, there's an album called How to Pimp a Butterfly. How to Pimp a What? A Butterfly. <laughs> It came out in 2015. It's by Kendrick Lamar. That sounds about right. And dude, it is a pimping uh, album. Like, The Blacker the Berry is on there. Uh, Mama, Hood Politics, Alright. Um, like, Wesley's Theory. It's, it's a crazy, crazy album. But that's what I think of when I hear Butterfly. I'm like, how to pimp a butterfly. <laughs> wild speaking of crazy like music you ever hear just the name of a song and you're like why why and then you hear a name of a song and you're like i i know this is gonna be a banger like you ever know that from some artists yeah you hear it and you're like i don't care what happens this song's gonna hit Yes, I'm trying to think. I know what you're saying because I'm trying, but I'm trying to think of like a specific song, but nothing coming to mind. So I'm a big Juice World fan, right? Obviously, obviously, big Juice World fan. Like he can't tell Siri to play anything else. Yeah, that's all it plays. That's all Siri plays. But Goodbye and Good Riddance came out. Yeah, All Girls Are the Same, Lucid Dreams, Black and White. Like that album was insane. And then you hear, and you're like, goodbye and good riddance. You know it's going to be an emotional album. You know it's going to have some feeling to it. And then I think the next one that came out was World on Drugs. So what do you take from World on Drugs? What kind of album is that going to be? Basically a spitting the truth type al- yeah. album. So, so dude, it's just like, it's hard rap. It's, fe- it's him and Future made it. And they're going hard the whole album. They're just like... Like song after song after song, just crazy. And then, um, just like total mix up. And you could tell from the name, right? And then I'm trying to remember what song came out after that or what album. Um, I believe it was the, it was the Death Race for Love, right? So, Death Race for Love, you're like, dang, that's gonna be sad. And then he comes out first song empty, <laughs> empty, and that's that is that is a sad song. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he's he's got he motions in there. He's got fast. Fast is I think his most underrated song ever. By the way, you think so? I think so, hundred percent. Well, I think that is a top three song for him, for sure. And then he's got like hear me calling robbery, put my heart in the bag, and nobody <laughs> gets hurt. Yeah, banger. Hear me calling. Flaws and Sins, Bandit, and then out of nowhere he drops Syphilis, that song, and that song is <laughs> hard, and then he dies, right, I think he died, and then, yeah, and then Legends Never Die came out, and that one you're like, it's gonna be bops. Which is nuts. Yeah, well, and then after that, Fighting Demons came out, and Fighting Demons was good, but it's not... Like, I hate to say it, but there's a difference. 
like there's a few songs on there um that are just amazing but you're like this isn't this isn't prime juice like this isn't like when he was alive and you can tell and it's so sad yeah but it uh crazy i can't believe it's been it's been several years since he died when did he die when did juice world die i think it was like 2019 yeah december 8th 2019 so it's been almost three years almost four years yeah do math a little buddy years holy cow that's crazy yeah, I mean, Lil Peep, they've released music since Peep died. Mac Miller has an album coming out. I think it's, I, that is throwing me off. How all these artists that are dead are having albums come out. Dude, their, or la- songs their labels come are, out. The labels are greedy. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. I think it would be interesting if some artists were to have stayed alive to know what they would have written. Um, Lane Staley comes to mind. Like, if he was still alive, how would that have ended up? Like, what? Yeah. What else would he have come up with? Um,. Who's another one? Uh, I can't even think. It's too dang late. It is. Why it do is. you? Why? Why? Um, why do you keep keeping me up this late? There's an there's a rapper I listened to a little bit. I can't remember who exactly it was, but they're still releasing new songs for him. And one of his homies came out and said. If he was still alive, half of these songs wouldn't be out because he wouldn't think they're good enough. Which, it blows my mind. But then again, there's a lot of stuff like that that everybody uh, really likes, but then the artists themselves hate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For Um. example, I think one of the best examples I can come up with is uh, Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Slash, for a long time, hated that song. Yeah. Um, it's Pop Smoke. Okay. Pop Smoke died, and one of his, his like, real tight homies came out and said, none of this would be out. These are not these are not to his standards. He would not think these are good enough, which is, which is really sad that that's what we're doing to their legacies now. Yeah. Like, we're putting out stuff that, that they don't think is good enough. Which, like, I don't know, it's purely selfish. Because it's like, that's not what they wanted their image to be. No. No, not at all. And now it's like, well, do we do we let their music just stay unreleased and unfinished and whatnot? Um or do we put out the last little bit that they were working on? And so 
I I don't know. Just I, personally, I think that the answer is you want to find something else. Like you you want that new music. You want that artist or someone who's similar to that artist. Dude, give some people a chance. So like there's so many people on that are posting stuff YouTube, oh, yeah. TikTok. Shoot, they're having free shows. Yeah. Some of the coolest uh music that I've heard that are original are artists that are doing small uh in town shows like they're from in town whether that's here or back in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yeah. Rexburg, Idaho, like they're just they're small killer. town artists. Yeah. And they never get listened to just because they don't have the clout. Well, and you got to look at it. A lot of people don't want a label anymore because of how much money they take. Well, yeah. Why would you Why would you make music if you're just going to be struggling at that point? Because, like, unless you are absolutely massive, if you have a label, you're not going to be living great. Unless you are big. Unless you have one hell of a contract. And that's hard to, to negotiate. Because, like, my favorite artist had a label. And he dropped his label because of that. Because they, they can control what type of music you make, when you release, how you release, and they take such a big cut of your of your profit. So he's like, screw that. My fans will be my, will be my label. And they'll get my music out there. Well, it's kind of like uh, Evanescence. You know their song... Uh... Bring me to life. Yeah. And there's that one part where the dude raps. Yeah. That's because the label forced him to really? do it. They did not want to do it. Uh, they didn't want to have it. And then in concert, they won't, they won't add that part in there just because that was not the original song. That's not what they wanted for it. And then they dropped the label, of course, you know, and yeah. started going there, about uh, their own. There was a, a real big rapper back in the day who, huge, huge rapper. But his last album he dropped was like just a bunch of throwaway songs. Not great. But his contract he signed with his label was for so many albums. And that last one, he just threw a bunch of throwaways on it. and was like, okay, I'm done. I'm free. Like, that's what he f- said he felt like. He said he felt like he was free after which just ruins the music and the mindset of it. And it ruins art because it's just, it's all money. Yeah. It's so sad. Um, on, on a, let's get on a happier note. I heard a dad joke I like today. Oh, jeez. He goes, I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, it took me a second. Why did that take me a second? <laughs> That's pretty good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But no. Back to music. I just had to get that out of oh, my head while I was there. I bought I bought, a, I bought a keyboard. Yeah, you did. On a prime day I got a keyboard for uh, four hundred bucks. And I love it. So if you guys wanna see some content of me playing the piano, uh you're not gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I uh, am not that good. Yeah, I was going to say, that'll probably happen the moment that I start playing guitar in front of everyone. I mean, I'll play it in front of, like, people live, like, a small, yeah. very small setting. But I I played once in front of a in front of my school. It was, like, 300 students, 350 students. See, you're and braver than I am. Dude, I was... I'm not telling... My legs weren't shaking. They were vibrating. (laughs) My whole body was sitting there. And so I'm sitting there. My key... My fingers are on the keys and I'm all shaking like... Like a man about to die. Pianos aren't supposed to have vibrato. Yeah. I'm I'm shaking like a dead man about about to freeze to death from frostbite. Right? On the verge of freezing from frostbite. Shaking like that. And then I get like probably six seven chords into the song and i'm like starting to feel it i zoned everything out and i'm just reading my music going and like i i struggled right because i had learned the entire last page of this song like three days before oh really so like i've never cleanly played it through and so i was like sitting there and i get to like that last page and I just closed my eyes. And cause just because I'd practiced it so much. Played it off memory. Because I knew if I looked at the notes, I was going to mess up. Yeah. And then I finished it. And I hit that last note. The and let me tell you, that feeling right there when I finished. And you just applause all around, you know. And I was like, yeah, I'm a bad mofo. <laughs> I just played a sad song on the piano. <laughs> that, that, was a, that was right when I first learned uh, Stay With Me. By Sam Smith. Yeah. And now that's really the only song I have memorized all the way through anymore. I think it's the only song. Is it? Yeah. Like, I know bits and pieces of several other songs, and I can read music, but I just haven't sat down and learned a new song in a hot minute. Yeah, but you've been just playing around with some stuff, and I think that it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I, I write a lot. Yeah, like I'll, I'll I'll freestyle on there and make up some new stuff. So I don't know. I think it's fun. I will write a song that will hit the radio one day. Just kidding, I won't. But I'll write a song that could make it on the radio if I had the social media skills. Yeah, but you if you're asking for help, I'm I'm not one to help you on that. Okay, I've I've hit that age. You know, where... Britain, I need guitar! Yeah, no. TJ, I need guitar! Exactly. Jackson! I can play the drums, but I need yours, because I am balls compared to you. (laughs) (laughs) That kid's hands. Jackson's hands and feet each have a different brain with the way that he plays. Every one of them. It's it's And TJ's fingers each have an individual brain with the speed that he can play some of that stuff. Like, like when I saw TJ shredding, shredding. Yeah. The first time, like, I saw him going at it, going at it, I was mesmerized by his fingers. And, like, with Jack, that didn't happen because, like, I've seen Jack playing the drums since we were, like, 10 years old. So, like, I remember when he was, like, more based on the snare in it. And then I've, I've seen his progress as he's gone up the whole set, and now he plays, like, it's nobody's business. So, like, I've seen his progression, so I'm like, oh, like, like I've seen it from when he was, like, like just beginning. Still amazing when he was young. Prodigy, for sure. 
to where he is now. And I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. I've seen you playing for 13 years. But I never saw TJ. Like, I knew TJ played guitar, but I never see him. I'd never seen him play guitar until... Until all of a sudden it was, it was like, like... It was like just over a year ago. Really? Yeah. It was when, uh, when we first started playing baseball. Um, okay. We, yeah. all, we all went back to his house after. And uh, we're, they were all just jamming. And I was like, wow. Just wow. Today's episode is brought to you by none other than... Summit Seeker Chalk. Summit Seeker's Chalk, let me tell you, greatest thing ever invented. And it's not only just chalk. They have supplements for you to get you feeling your best. I'll tell you what. That stuff makes my hands feel so soft. Like a baby's bottom, I love it. So soft. So, if you guys want, we have the highest discount code that they have. It is for 20% off your entire order, no matter how much or how little you buy. It is 20% off using code FISHING. That is FISHING with a P-H. P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. Go buy something. Support the podcast. Support them. They really have put a lot of trust in us, and we want to make it known to them that we are doing our part to get their stuff out there. And... We're not just saying that because they sponsor us. We really did start using their product before they sponsored us. Great stuff. So go check them out at summitseekerschalk.com. Some people, I don't understand it. If I had just a teeny tiny bit of the talent that people like either one of them have, dude, I would like actually feel fulfilled they they have so much talent it's stupid like but i am grateful for it because hell i'm benefiting from it it makes me happy it's i think it's regardless who you are what your friends do if your friends are good at something or succeeding at something support them if they're trying to be good at something or trying to succeed at something, support them. Like, we have these guys, and 100%, their song came out the day it came out. We were both listening to it. Oh, yeah. I think we both posted it to our stories. Like, we get it out there. Like, we're, it was, and I I just kept putting it on repeat. I was having fun with it. Yeah. Well, like, even even regardless, say it's not your style, right? Post it on your story. Someone's going to like it. Listen to it a few times through because streams help. Like, support your friends in any way that you can. Like, uh, um, for example, we have a friend who pretty, actually very well known on social media. I'll take pictures for him every once in a while. We'll throw pictures up on there for him, which is fun. And then we have like these guys. We throw their music up there. We have another friend in a band. We throw his music up there. Um, And... Like, if you're not supporting your friends, what are you doing? I don't know. I think that, for me, I mean, the cool thing, I think that we got really lucky just because it's not hard to support them because they are really good. But let's say that they're not. The support, like, what it does for someone's self-esteem. Yeah. 
when well, you're getting support. Yeah. Because let's say that they're not, you know, that, that you take somebody who's not particularly great, but is trying. They probably know that they're not great. Yeah. But to have the love and support of a friend, of someone who cares for them, like that may be the motivation that they need the push, the drive to get better, to become successful in whatever they're doing. And, yeah. like, I think that that goes well, for all things. Not just, like, talent-wise, but I think that, like, well, say you've got somebody who's struggling to get through classes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Knowing that their friends well, love and support them in that. Look at us, for example, right? You can't necessarily be... I mean, there's there's an aspect to it, but podcasting's just sitting there talking. Pretty much. Like, the fact that we have so much support made it so much easier to want to do something with it, or to want it to go past five episodes. Because, like, it's not like this is fast. Like, recording and editing can some days take upwards of, like, two to three hours. Yeah. Like, it's not a quick process. Even unedited, you still got to go in, we got to insert our ads, our pre-clips, got to save it, got to upload it, got to do the bonus clip... We got to do all our sound leveling, the maximums, the noise gate. Like, it takes a while to do it. And if we didn't have people supporting us, I don't think we'd be... What are we on? Like, episode 23? Yeah. I don't think we'd be this far. I, we wouldn't have gotten sponsored. I, that's a fair also, point, too. Also, while we're here, shout, shout out to Summit Seekers, really, for putting some faith into us. And uh, shout out to you guys for using our code, uh, hashtag fishing with a ph because they sold out and that looks good for them that looks good for us that helps us so much so um if you guys still are looking for it go buy some stuff because that helps us and it helps them so but that that's really helped us a long way but we're almost we're almost at 2300 streams yeah like we climbed this week which is well, and it's crazy. it's been consistent like that ever since we started, which blew my mind. Well, we had March and April were huge. We had over five hundred streams both those months, and then it's kind of it kind of went downhill in like May, May June. This month's actually going pretty slow, but we also haven't been promoting it like we were then. Right. So, but. On that note, like, thank y'all for supporting us. It it really does mean so much to us. Like, you have no idea. Well, and, and like, I don't know. For me, it's something that is really cool just because, like, a lot goes on in life. Yeah. You know, I mean, for crying out loud, you know, you've got one day everything fine, the next day something happens tragedy strikes or whatever but for me the podcast has been something to get my mind off of things I feel like I don't want to say that I would be letting people down if I didn't do it but I really enjoy the support and so I'm like I don't want to let myself down yeah well and it's nice too because we we do have people that reach out 
every week after after the podcast mm-hmm. and say something to it. Like I think we have because we know as, as as we've said before, TJ sends us something from the podcast every single week. Yeah, and uh, Mama Teddy comments on it every single week. Uh, my dad has started saying something about it to me every week. And so it's like, yeah, he has. (laughs) Yeah. Um, How well. Do do we want to mention that? I mean, like, how bad is it? No, uh, he he just, he'll roast roast us or say something funny or be like, you guys got to stop talking about this. Um, But it's, I know they're listening and that like honestly means so much. I love it. It's cool. So, but that's just like. Even if it's not music or a podcast, if someone's, like you said, classes, if they're, like, trying to learn a new hobby or a new sport or something, just support them. Like, it's not that damn hard. Be a good person and support your friends. You good over there, homie? I'm just peachy. You look like you zoned hard. I kind of did. Uh... No, my mind kind of went, okay, you want me to, we, we kind of, we kind of have to do this. So, I think one of the biggest reasons that I, I am pushing the support your friends, support your family, support people, is because, like, it's a natural thing for people to seek support. Yeah. Okay, and if they're not getting it from their loved ones and their friends, they're going to go out and they're going to find it, try and find it some other way. And then I know so many people that have ended up getting trapped. Uh, sometimes physically, like, basically enslaved. And so I, my, my mind went to the movie that we watched. The saddest, most heart-wrenching movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But highly suggested everyone needs to be aware of it. I think you should watch it. It's tough to watch. It, I, I, I'm going to admit this right now. I suffer from toxic masculinity and I hate to cry. But I was bawling throughout this movie. Like, I shed... Lots of tears, like through a good majority of it, and we haven't even said the name of it. What's no, the name of it? It's called Sound of Freedom. There you go. Um, it is about human trafficking and people who get stuck in it, and the guy who rescues them. Um, and if you guys haven't seen it, go see it. Um, it's in theaters. There's also free tickets on. I think it's called Angel dot com. Something Angel, like that, Angel yeah. com. There's free tickets if you can't afford one. If you can't afford one, please buy one, though. Because um, all the extra proceeds from those go towards this operation to save these kids that have been trafficked. Um, I don't know. So, I, I It just... It kind of makes you very aware of how close to home this is. It's not just like over in parts of the world that you're never gonna see never gonna you know it's not third world country 
you know, limited to the, those kind of areas. No, this is right here. They said the number. Like, they said the number one consumer of kids, like buying kids in trafficking situations, is in the United States, which is honestly so scary. Because you never know. Realistically, you're not going to know if a kid's been trafficked because they're not going to be outside of a house ever. They will never leave a home. They'll be chained up in a basement or a bedroom that's probably been soundproofed and live a terrible life until they either get sold again or killed. But yeah, like... I don't know. I I guess getting getting back to my point, then we got to get off of this because I'm just gonna like go down a rabbit hole. But again, it's very real, very uh, a lot closer to home than you would ever imagine. And I would certainly hate to be a part of someone feeling so isolated that they have to go out and try and find some sort of love and support from someone else and get caught up in a situation like that. So be aware. Be aware of those you love. Take the time to like make time for them. Yeah. Even if it seems like an inconvenience at the moment, like that is the time that you should be doing it. Because you never know. You never know. You re- you really don't. You don't know what people are going through. You don't know the struggles people are... You don't see what's behind closed doors, realistically. And keep an eye out for those people. Um. Yeah, so to get on a, a different note before uh, we get all emotional here. Uh, I went to a concert this last weekend. <laughs> uh, yes, I, you did. I went. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead and make the rest of us, like, so, hate you. So I went and saw uh, Garth Brooks in Vegas. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, he is the funniest guy ever. He's hilarious, puts on a hell of a show. He can sing. Dude's up there. What is he, in his 50s? 60s? Yeah. He's up there. And, dude, he's up on the stage jumping around like he's 20. Like, he was jumping around, and I was like, bro, how do you have the energy? I'm 23, (laughs) and I'd be dead right now. Like, just absolute electric show. Did he play all of his old stuff? Yeah. Like, all the really good ones that... Friends in Low Places, Thunder Rolls, yeah, yeah, he played all the bangers, but yeah, so he gets on there and he goes, you know, we love going to a concert, but then we hate it, we get there and you're like, you never hear the old stuff, and that's what people like, and everyone's like, yeah, and he goes, so that's what we're gonna do, (laughs) (laughs) and then I think he played Thunder Rolls, and dude, when I tell you. His whole residency there sold out. Not cheap tickets either. Tickets are yeah. expensive. And I know why. Half the people there had already seen him before. 
And I was just like, well, this is uh, rather phenomenal. Like, I was awestruck. Really? By this concert. I've never been like that about a concert. Really? Like, I've been to concerts and I'm like, this is good. Like, so I can tell you my top three concerts of all time. Go for it. Right? So, number one is going to be Garth Brooks. Number two is going to be the Kid Leroy. The Kid Leroy was so interactive with the crowd. Garth Brooks was as well. He took notes and suggestions from people. But Kid Leroy, killer. Super interactive with the crowd. He got real close. He got real personal. So like, and then my third one was Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood now spent so much money on her residency. It was ridiculous. Really? She sang her heart out. The just the stage and her platforms and everything was just like so over the top, well made and executed, and it was just like she played. So hers was it was called the Reflection Tour. Yeah. So it was all of her top hits. So like Black Cat, two Black Cadillacs, mm-hmm. Last Name, Before He Cheats, like all of her bangers, Little Toy Guns, like. And so that was just, and I, like, don't get me wrong, I love Morgan Wallen. He was nowhere near any really? of those three. Nowhere near any of those three. Um, Scotty McCreary, Russell Dickerson, um, who else have I seen? Diamond Rio. Uh, like, none of these guys came close to any of these. It's like, if... These three got on stage, they told stories, and they explained songs, and, like, they interacted with people. They had a good time. Like, you could tell they were having a good time while they were there. And I think that's what made it. That's why Garth was so good. Like, he told his... He told the story about the night he got inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah. And the three people that performed before him, right? That performed for him. And he just was like, he's like, I was in awe. Like, George Strait performed at his induction. And he goes, the king of country music performed at my inauguration. And so, but you know who chooses the artists? The artist's wife. So his wife had to pick the three. Really? Yeah. And number one was Gar- was uh, George Strait. That's cool. And so, like, I think it's cool to see that. And he... And then he, like, talks about his wife and kids, and he gets so emotional, and I'm like, that's cool. Versus, like, Kid Leroy, he's all hype, right? Yeah. He's explaining why he wrote songs, how he moved to the U.S. to make music. He brought up Juice because he was his mentor, got real got real emotional, like, yeah. almost cried. And then he's got a song called uh, F.U. Goodbye. Right. And so he goes, now this is a segment of my concert, whatever goes into it, and he goes, who here has ever had their heart broken? And this girl in the front stage just starts screaming, me, me. And he goes over, he goes, okay, what's your name? And she tells him, whatever. And he goes, who broke your heart? And Chick drops the dude's first and last name into the mic. <laughs> and he goes, what do you do? And she told this story about how he, like, he was like an asshole to her, right? Yeah. And then he goes, well, this song goes out to and says his name. And he goes, and it starts, he goes, F you. Goodbye, you hurt me for the last time. And I was like, bro, you literally just turned that that bop into something personal with like this individual person that they're never going to forget. Yeah. Like that just, 
insane. When you can make a concert personal, that's when it goes good. I think. Because you can be electric on stage like Morgan. But if yeah. it's not, if it doesn't mean something to the people, if you don't tie them in somehow, it's not going to be the best concert of your life. No, I, I definitely agree. Um, but I think that that's why, like, one of my favorite concerts that I'll always remember is Alan Jackson. <sighs> um, <sighs> so yeah. jealous. I love Alan Jackson. Like, and I'll be honest, huge Garth Brooks fan. But I think that I got lucky because I would choose Alan Jackson over Garth Brooks. Really? Yeah. So Alan Jackson wrote my favorite song of all time. Right. I just don't... I don't know if he could match up to the, the performance I saw. I do love Alan Jackson. Like, like Having I Having seen him, I disagree. Yeah, which I get. Um, man... I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. Alan Jackson, Garth Brooks, George Strait, one concert, sell out within thirty seconds. Oh yeah. And guess what? I'd pay five hundred bucks for a nosebleed in that. Oh, I totally would. I'd pay five hundred bucks for a nosebleed. Yep. I that's a concert I would but I'd drop everything for to go see. But which artist are you actually going to see? There's always one that ranks. I've already, I've like, already seen Garth. So I'd be going for Alan. Okay, yeah. And you've already seen Alan. So you'd probably be going... Would you be going back for Alan? I'd be going back for Alan. <laughs> Garth is really good, man. If I could see Alan Jackson sing Remember When, that would that would make my whole life. It did make mine. I that that is my favorite song of all time, and let me tell you, if I heard that, I could die right there and be a happy man. Do you know who else um, puts on a really good show? Who is uh, Reba McIntyre? Really? Yeah, yeah. She made things really fun. Um, but no, I think it's the same thing. Just. Getting the crowd involved, like, actually being a part, being human. Yeah. I think that that's what makes a really good show, is when someone can, like, makes it very known, you're no different than me. Like, yes, I've got the fame or whatever. Yeah. But we're the same. You know, we're just people hanging out. The last Full Tilt concert we went to. Yeah. They shouted out the band that played before them. And they're like, shout out this band. They're selling merch over there. Go buy some. Yeah. And like they brought it in and I really, really liked that. Because it's like, you're not just playing on stage. You're in the moment. Like they know where they are. They know what's going on. And I really liked that. They made that personal. Or like they do covers occasionally, Mm -hmm. right? Which I like. They'd play covers like, if you know this song, get up and sing it. And they'll play like the first chord and everyone's like, yeah. And then you'll see like Jack in the background like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like swinging I love, sticks I love around. the faces that he makes. Yeah, and then Jack's sitting so there, like, awesome. or the T sitting there with the head bob, his yep. hair is flying. You're like, you're like, you guys, you you knew what to do in that moment to and that's get it. everybody involved. Yeah, no, that's what makes it fun for me. 
Yeah, good time. On that note, we're uh, we're out of time. So, yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that one went fast. Uh, so, uh, in recap, support your friends. Um, also, go support Tim Ballard. He's the one who that movie that we saw about uh, Sound of Freedom is. Him and Operation, I think it's Operation Underground Railroad. Donate to that and make a difference. Um, and enjoy life, guys. Like, if you're not out here having a good time, what are you really doing? Well, I think that, like, yeah, to to carry on with what you're saying, uh, the whole point of this life is just that. To enjoy life with those you love, with those uh, you care about. And if you're not doing that, you need to rethink your priorities because we're only here for a short period of time. Yeah. So, swallow your pride. Make time. Enjoy life. Spread the love. Until next time. Bye! Bye!